This week we watched The Legend of Heracles. Uh, it's actually The Legend of Hercules. What the fuck? Yes, in 3D. But we only watched it in 2D. Oh, or are you counting time? <laughs> no, there's none of that. <laughs> Shit. Swords and Satire, the podcast where we turn low fantasy into high art. I'm your dungeon manager, Jameson Molkel, here with my two co-hosts who will now start talking. Hello, this is Jack Olander. I designed the exotic uniforms for the, uh, the Greeks trying a new fashion style. And this is your other, other host... <laughs> Chelsea Hallwell, Master Hunter. Ooh. I like it. Okay. Well, guys, this week was a bit of a doozy. We watched The Legend of Hercules 3D, but in 2D. And this is the 2014 version with who's the actor? I have no idea. Yeah. I have never seen this guy in anything else before in my life. I don't know if the directors know. <laughs> Probably. I don't think the directors well, knew much. it's not the one with The Rock. It's the other one. No, but this one came out, I think, either six months before or six months after the one with The Rock. Yeah. The tagline, just to set the mood here for this bro-down of a movie. Ooh, it's a real bro-down. Is that the tagline is, witness the rise of a god. I witnessed the rise of a boring dude. <laughs> Chad. Of a real, a Chad. real Chad. This guy, let's let's just say this right off the bat. In this movie, Hercules, total Chad. Mm-hmm. Unapologetically. Yes. Yep. So I'm going to give you the summary here. and That shouldn't take long. Nah. <laughs> it was bad. Okay. So here's how I describe it. This is a heist movie... Wrapped in a frat boy redemption story. It would be so much better if that's what it was. <laughs> uh, this movie covers the journey Hercules takes to become a demigod. And this has nothing to do with the actual myths. No, like the real story of Hercules, you mean? Like what actually happened in history? Does right. not resemble it at all. No. 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 <laughs> So, it starts out, he's born to a mortal mother who conceived him with the help of Zeus. Oh, hold on, I thought you were saying it was nothing like the myth. (laughs) Well, it gets worse. He (laughs) came to her in the form of a divine wind. Classic Zeus. Yep. So, that's about the the only part that it shares with the myth. It kind of breaks with it right from the get-go after that. Hey, remember last week when we watched Willow and Zeus killed the main villain? Oh yeah, that's right! So, is that why we watched this movie this week? Yes. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So, for the next 15 minutes or so of the film, uh, viewers are subjected to the impudent masculine rivalry between Hercules and both his stepfather and uh, who is the king 
and his half-brother, uh, the princeling in line to the throne. It was somewhere around this part of the movie when I wrote in my notes, is this the worst acting ever? <laughs> <laughs> so we're off to a good start, that means, because this is the first few minutes of the film. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this was also the part where he come. they come back after defeating the lion, what was it? The Nemean lion. The Nemean lion. And his brother, who kind of got a scratch on his face, said he killed the lion and that Hercules was just a total chump. Not gonna lie, I was so fucking confused already at this point that I didn't even know what was going on or why Hercules was letting his brother just kind of, like, take credit for something that clearly he couldn't have done and Hercules is just kind of sitting there like, yeah, I guess that's kind of how it happened. Yeah, he might be right. He's saying it pretty confidently. <laughs> and then he says Hercules ran away like a little bitch boy. And then suddenly he's like, wait a minute. I don't know if this story is true anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. After that he, doesn't sound like me. <laughs> after Hercules' girlfriend runs away, he's like, hold on a second. I'm like a big brave dude. Yeah, pretty much. It's like so, a realization. So after that point... Uh, shortly after that, Hercules is banished after he tries to run off with his brother's betrothed, who is not so secretly uh, Herc's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to call Hercules Herc from now on. That makes yes. sense. That yeah. makes sense. Mm -hmm. And and just so everyone knows, if you haven't watched this movie, like there's a real like desire to be doing the Thor and Loki thing here, and it totally does not work. Ooh, yeah. More during the theme phase. <laughs> <laughs> so, the king, once Herc is banished, the king arranges for a somewhat half-assed assassination attempt on Hercules' life. So, he, the king arranged for some of his Egyptian bros to, uh... Very white Egyptian bros, by yeah. the way. Attempt this assassination. Stargate-looking sons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these fuckers are just wearing the leftover armor from Stargate. With, like, mesh eye sockets in an Anubis helmet. It seriously looked like it. I would not be surprised. You know, it's <laughs> that 600... 1600 BC smithing with the mesh. Yeah, steel yeah. mesh was huge in 1600 <laughs> Greek and e uh, Greece and Egypt. Absolutely. Yeah. So, where was I? Oh, but the fight scene with oh. all the shield bashing. In the cave. I have to say, this movie really won me over by having more shield bashes than every Captain America fight from every MCU movie. <laughs> and arrows that magically disappear. Yeah. <laughs> Hurt's shield is just getting peppered with arrows and they're disappearing from one cut to the next. There is no continuity in this He film. even takes a few and it doesn't really seem to phase him. It's <laughs> because the arrows weren't in 300, which the fight scene was a copy-paste scene from. <laughs> Pretty much. Basically. Yes. It looked just the same. <laughs> just without any of the cool stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, Except for the shield bashes. Yeah. It could have been more slow-mo, gotta say. Yeah. Uh, so, Herc survived with his best bro. Oh, yeah. And, um... Yes. He convinces the Egyptian commander to sell them both into slavery, through which they become gladiators. And after proving themselves in the ring, 
<laughs> this was probably the only part of the movie I found tolerable. It was actually, this part of the movie was pretty fun. This was inspired. That It basically became a WWE origin story at this point. And I was, at that point, fully immersed. Two yeah. big, muscular men wrestling in a mud pit in, like, slow motion. Oh, hell yeah. I was sold. <laughs> Yeah, so after proving themselves in the ring, the two bros plan a heist for winning their freedom, getting back to Athens and supplying their master and co-conspirator with fat stacks on stacks, as it were. That is true. They did promise stacks on stacks, possibly on additional stacks. Their master became their co-conspirator pretty quickly. I mean, like, he was a classic, like, Vince McMahon type, right? Like. Kind of the villainous manager, leader of the of the fighting pits. Mm-hmm. He didn't seem very scary or intimidating, and he complied with what they said pretty fast. Yeah, because they he were seemed angry like killing just, machines. It's true, but even he didn't seem like the kind of guy to me who'd run a slave fighting rink. He seemed like just like this guy, normal dude who's like. Yeah, it's just kind of like a family business I picked up. <laughs> family gladiator, would like just like Vince McMahon. Oh, there you yeah. go. There you go. It, it was true. They were using a lot of wrestling moves too. Herc drops a mean choke slam on a dude. He runs up with a brutal drop kick. I mean, I was calling moves left and right. Yeah. I was I was going full Jim Ross watching. I, that. I enjoyed awesome. watching the movie, hearing you calling the shots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, watch out! Watch out! Oh, he's doing it out of nowhere. <laughs> yep. So they eventually do make it back to Athens after totally poning all of their opponents. Mm, yep. Where in the Athens arena. They have an epic bro down fighting against the previously undefeated champions. Oh, hell yeah. There's even a ring announcer. Yeah. They fought the two mad lads. Completely insane. Scarred up like mad men. Yes. And there are some cool slow-mo shots Mm -hmm. of them doing what amounts to martial arts. Probably the only good cinematography in the whole film. Yeah, it was actually pretty entertaining, like I said. This was, like, probably my favorite segment. <laughs> the, the rest of the entire, like, action sequence pool of this movie is so disorienting and just completely impossible to track. They put most of their creative efforts into the gladiatorial fights. Reasonable. I would say. Uh, so, after they put the stomp to the previous champion's faces, Herc and his bro reunite. Oh, Herc first reunites with his uh, girl, his lady love, uh, in a touching love scene in the house he built for her. In- <laughs> oh, the house that yes. he built. In the most PG-13 sex scene I've ever seen. And I think Jack had something to say about that little, that special house. So he like, <laughs> he she was just like melancholy, drifting around like, oh, I miss my big man, Hercules. She was about to jump off the roof. No, this is after that scene. This is later. Was it? Yeah, and she's like going to the pool where they used to swim together. And then, you know, Hercules is swimming in the water. He's like, hey, babe, why you look so sad for? You miss me? (laughs) What you doing all alone out here? The most Uh, oblivious man. some company, right? She's just like, oh, hell yeah. He's like, I built this house for you. It's a bunch of like sticks 
<laughs> in a cube with a bunch of linen for walls. It's like Tibetan prayer flags hanging across I, the trees. I have no idea where he got all this linen from. Because he's just been like a dirty gladiator the whole time. Yeah. And then Unless, a freedom fighter. Yes, yes. He. When did he have time to put this together or find the linen? Unless they've been like his jock straps the entire time. Aww. Just letting them air out. I thought my smell might attract you, babe. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, and then it's just axe body spray and crotch sweat. Yes, yeah. and then they're all just making out in the house, and then they get they get caught, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I had checked out after the wrestling. Me was too. Done. I I don't remember what happens after they get caught. Oh yeah, he gets whipped in front of a bunch of people. Then kind of reconciles with his old, dear old dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sorts through his daddy issues real quick. He tells his stepdad, you're not my real dad. My real dad's up in heaven throwing lightning bolts. Yeah. Fuck you. I hate you. You're ugly. You're dumb. Then, you know, he's, all Im- stuff. then he's imbued with true strength. That's like the point where the movie kind of treats him like a demigod. Yeah, the real strength yeah. is the massive muscles that you have. Have. Yes. The message of this film. <laughs> you see, the strength doesn't come from him training for muscles. It comes from his inherent birthright. Right. See? All oh. his value came from where he was born from. So you're not saying his actual talent. So you're saying that this white male character is born with tremendous power that cannot be taken away from him that he uses to conquer and subjugate the people around him? Wow, something like that. That's pretty good. Huh. <laughs> Never would have imagined that type of story. Incredible. So he he just muscles his way out of the chains. The chains. Right, and, and then they decide to rip off another great piece of art in the God of War scene where he's swinging around two pillars like the fucking Blades of Chaos, Kratos style. Yep. Now there's a real Greek hero for you. Yes. True. Boy. So after that, he meets up with his army buddies. <laughs> And together they take over his stepfather's uh, city-state, and uh, he's... I'm taking over the family business, Dad. (laughs) I mean, not Dad, fake Dad. Fake Dad. And they storm the palace. Literally storming the palace. Ah. Yeah, you see what I did there? Um, So after slinging some lightning around that he borrowed from his real dad... He stalks into the throne room after his fake dad (laughs) and proves which one of them has the bigger dick by smashing it in his stepfather and half-brother's faces. Literally. Pretty much. You forgot about the lightning sword. That his father gives him. Well, that's what—that's yes. the lightning he was slinging around. Everywhere. Okay, yeah, Maybe you yeah. want to describe that oh, a little bit. It's beautiful. It, it is. is. Their army, they're like little militias surrounded by Impetrion's army. And he's like, Impetrion's like, give up, son. You know, you're pretty cool, but like, I'm the best. And then he's like, you're not the best. My dad's the best. <laughs> My dad it, can kick your ass, dad. Yeah, and then he holds <laughs> up his sword and he's like, Thor Zeus! <laughs> right? And then lightning strikes his sword, and he gets, like, this whip sword made of lightning, and he just goes, like, <laughs> all over the enemy troops, wiggling this lightning noodle, like a pool noodle, at all the enemy it soldiers. Was, it was animated about as good as a big CGI pool noodle. The yes. CGI that in this movie... description. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. The CGI in this movie is not good. It is... 
very weightless and clunky. Yes. So uh, the epic fight scene at the end when he's there in the throne room is basically just them smashing each other into the ground <laughs> until one of them gets tired enough that he just gives up and agrees to die. <laughs> I give you permission I'll to die. I'll take it. Fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And don't forget, like, in this scene, like, his brother also shows up with his girlfriend and his... Like, holding a knife to her throat. And then she stabs herself through the shoulder. Kills the brother. And there's supposed to be this dramatic moment of, like, Oh, no! Like, she killed herself because she's not important. Gee, there's another uh, story about this. How the female character's just expendable. But actually, it turns out she didn't die. Which took all the drama out of the scene, too. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad they didn't kill off the... Only female character in the entire fucking film. Dude, she's a Chad. She can take a hit, but the sure. nerdy stepbrother can't take a hit. Yeah, because she dies. hit. She hit him in like probably. Uh, I guess. Well, I guess if she if he was a little bit taller, I guess her shoulder would be about his heart. So yes, maybe that he's was not point. Chad enough to survive. Anyway, you slice it. It's the same height. I mean, if you want to know, she would have pierced him in a lung if she would have been able to get the knife. In- Perfectly positioned in between her ribs and his ribs. Hey, she's got amazing aim. She's the Hawkeye of this MCU. Yes. So she would have gone through just some ligaments and possibly have pierced his lung, which... So it was a slow death. In this fake mythological time period, like, they wouldn't have been able to... They they were doing surgery. Uh, If we're talking about actual Greek history... Uh, there was some surgery being done, but not to that extent. Yeah, I mean the Romans would have done a lot more. Cause didn't the Romans That's true. do? Didn't the Romans do like brain and eye surgery? And yes, stuff? they did. With like stone implements, or techniques that they that. borrowed from um, Mesopotamian cultures. Yeah. They could perfectly rebuild a human brain from scratch. (laughs) Amazing. Out of stones. (laughs) Pretty impressive. After we realize that Herc's girlfriend doesn't die, we get to see them in a final scene together. Um, A touching question mark? Where they're in a bedroom together. We get to see that they survived to carry on the Chad line. Yes. And we leave them smiling together at their newborn Chad, little Chadling. Does Herc have a, a, a child in the in the stories? I think he has like history? five or six. I don't actually remember. Okay, yeah, probably. Yeah, he's yeah. got a pretty big family, if I recall. Yeah. Zeus becomes Grampy. Yes. Yep. And the last scene of the film, after the after the bed, is Hercules is standing on the on like the gates to the city. He just stares up at the sky. Uh, you assume he's looking at his dad, but it just kind of looks like he sees the moon. And he's like, "Duh, what's that?" <laughs> and then out of nowhere comes, directed by Rennie Harlan, zooming out of space, as if Rennie Harlan is the true god figure that we should all be worshiping. Yes, zooming I think that's implied. You. Yes. <laughs> Well, that seems like a perfect time to jump into some of the themes and allegories and overarching messages of this uh, brilliant piece of cinematographic uh, majesty. Uh, yeah. There won't be much. No. I, what do you mean? Not many themes, you know? What about um, kicking a bunch of ass in the Colosseum? Isn't that a theme? Oh, boy, I hope so. <laughs> 
this is another example of a team taking a mythology, a piece of mythology, and trying to inject it with verisimilitude. <laughs> is it? <laughs> there are so many instances of this, either mythology or folklore, trying to make it gritty and real. Oh, like uh, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, my favorite film. Well, that is great. <laughs> that one was pretty historically accurate, I thought. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, so you're saying that Zeus didn't actually give his um, love child a lightning sword to cut down the king of uh, a Greek city-state? You know, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I think he gave him stronger muscles and less lightning. That's just my perception yeah that's 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 about it and um he basically just pieces out doesn't really have much to do with hercules he's a real absentee father yeah and he just kind of leaves him to the whims of hera who tries to torment him I mean, this does connect with like the really the only theme that I was able to piece out of this shitstorm, which is kinship and lineage, which does not by any means get delved into deeply, but it is one of the recurring ideas because you've got the you know Hercules is his father, his stepfather or whatever, his adoptive father knows that he's a bastard son. He comes in in the beginning. And he hears his wife having sexual pleasure, so he knows that something's going wrong. That because he's not in, and that he's not involved. Yeah. And is like looking around for who did it. And then when the the wife like tells uh, the the father that it was Zeus, he just murders her. The other, the I guess I forgot the one other female character in the entire movie. So it had two. What a, what a there was also jump. the Oracle, though, who was in two scenes. Remember the oh, Oracle? Yes. Yeah. The Oracle who refused to age? Yes. Through her powers of prophecy? Yes. None of the women aged in this film. No, yeah. The uh, Herc's mom and the Oracle are both... And the girlfriend. They're all the same age. You Well, that too. But, I mean, but Herc's mom and the Oracle are shown in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And then... Hercules, whatever age he's supposed to be, these two women have not aged at all, but they've put some, like, dyed gray into his adoptive father's hair to make him look older. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So your the theme you brought up of kinship and lineage kind of goes along with my point about people trying to inject mythology with a bit of realism, because... Um, Grit. Yeah. They were kind of sort of concerned that Hercules' girlfriend, who was his half-brother's betrothed, may have lost her virginity to Hercules. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And in, like, actual history and in certain types of societies, usually agrarian societies or pastoralists, are concerned with virginity, female virginity in particular, because men want to ensure that it is actually their descendants that will inherit their right. wealth. There's no, there's, I mean, the, the logic that I've always heard in anthropology classrooms is that there's kind of no way for a male person to know if a child is really theirs in a small-scale society, so I guess that makes sense in terms of it makes sense that they would adopt that into a movie like this that has 
no thought to any kind of uh, different worldview or attempt at, at saying anything other than the most base male power fantasy uh, story that they could possibly write. It's so true. At the end, when his when Her- Hercules's mom is telling him Petreon, like, yes, that's right, Zeus was the father. He's like, I fucking knew I wasn't the dad. <laughs> I called it. It's like he doesn't look anything like you, and you knew it wasn't your kid. She got <laughs> pregnant after hooking up with some other dude. It's also the reverse Thor and Loki, right? Oh, that's right. We can address that more in depth now. The stepbrother is so clearly supposed to be Loki, even with the same costumes as Loki, uh, almost identically. He's wearing a green toga at some point. Green, black, and gold is his color scheme. And he has, like, the black hair and the blue eyes. This man smart and he sounds like a bitch boy. He's like, oh, yes, you're the glorious brother. I'm just the side brother. (laughs) Sadly, this man is no Tom Hiddleston. No, he doesn't have that same, you know, that same supernatural charm. Je ne sais quoi. (laughs) Yeah, and then Hercules, of course, is lightning themed and... And blonde and buff. And godly. But in this one, he's the adopted child. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. But he's still the Chad. He is still the Chad. (laughs) That is true. Much like Thor in the MCU, Hercules is still the Chad. Yes. But we love Thor. Yeah, we do love Thor. The jury's still out on Hercules. I liked Hercules (laughs) in this, actually. Everyone else seemed so convoluted while Hercules was just like, Bro, I just want my girlfriend. <laughs> he wants all this political bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'll kick your ass if you get in my way. Yeah, he basically gets swept up in a revenge resistance movement to go, like... But, yeah, at the end of the day, he's really just trying to get back with his girl. In three moons, I will return to her. <laughs> yeah, he keeps uh, he keeps counting the moons. He's like, now it's only two moons before I must get back. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, pretty much he's he's only pissed because his family said he couldn't have the girlfriend. Not because his brother kept, like, mocking him. Or his dad was, like, a dick to him his whole life. He's no. just like, oh, they're cutting me off from my lady friend? What the hell? All of the themes were treated very, on the, you know, very surface level by the creative team, the, including the director, writers. I mean, maybe it got changed at some point, so you can't know for sure. But betrayal was another common theme in the movies, or in the movie, but it, it's just, like, trite backstabbing, sometimes yeah. literally. The most, but, like, highly yeah. telegraphed, predictable betrayals. Yeah. There's no nuance of character. The conflict is very one-dimensional. Everyone is very shallow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe that is, uh, maybe that's an intentional choice. No. Probably. Back then, there wasn't depth of character. It was too early in the history. In, in those days? Yeah, back in those days. Back in those yes. mythological days. In ye olden times. <laughs> so, the another major theme was redemption and proving oneself. Um, yes, Hercules had to prove that just because he was giant and muscular, he was also incredibly strong. <laughs> He it's showed true. him good. And he proved that everybody really likes the Chad the best in the end, too. It's yeah. True. Yeah, he got to lead an army, right? Like, he, he lived the dream. 
they basically just followed him as soon as they saw him. And then the same thing when they tried to storm the gates of the palace, the guards, I guess there were mercenaries that came out to fight them, and then the palace guards saw Hercules after he took his helmet off, and they're like, oh, bro, <laughs> dude, you can totally come in here. We love you, man. And yeah. so it was they just, awesome. They just shot up all of the mercenaries instead and just like let them right in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was pretty funny, actually. Yeah. And so like the one bit of historical accuracy that I noticed, which was kind of oddly placed, it felt very strange in this whole like comic book of a movie. Wait, wait, wait. Was, was, was it the Vikings with the horned helmets on the Egyptian army? No. <laughs> no, it was the gate and palace beyond that I was just mentioning that aren't part, I think they're supposed to be near in or near Athens in the movie. It wasn't there. It was from a Mycenaean city. Oh, cool. And it was almost an exact replica. Huh. Um, so... I thought that was interesting. I Maybe mean, they uh, thought it would lend them some credibility. A, bl- <laughs> a, a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> yeah. It looks close enough, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a terrible looking movie. Like, I mean, I'm making fun of the uh, Stargate Viking Egyptian army is one thing, but like it looked neat. Like if it's, if they were going to lean into being like a ridiculous sci-fi fantasy romp, like, I think they should have just done that. But instead, they're yeah. trying to do this edgy, gritty, hard wi- uh, hard-boiled thing where it's like, eh, it's not really the movie you're making, guys. Like, yeah. Just have some fun with it. Yeah, they might have, if they had some levity to it, it might have actually been a better movie. Yeah. I mean, get a Hemsworth in there. Any one of them. <laughs> One of the great ones, like Chris, or one of the other ones? That'd be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oof! (laughs) So, actually, something I'd like to start talking about next is uh, a new segment we're starting. We don't really have a name for it yet, but... Wait, we need a name. Well, well, let's describe it, and maybe it'll come to us. Okay. Um, So, we touched on this in the last episode, and we liked where we were going with it. So we wanted to do another segment where we talk about the movie and we imagine what either a sequel to it would be like or if we were to reboot the movie, what it would, what we would make it as. I've got a name for it. What? Rewriting history. Nice. That, that works. I like Flexing that. Flexing on history. <laughs> I like it. So We'll go with it for now. Yeah. So with this one, we thought a reboot would be better. Yeah, you can't really do a uh, you know, a, a sequel. It, it doesn't really. I mean, I guess you could, but it'd be it'd be bad. Oh, sure you can. Before the myth, there was the man, and then after the myth, there was more. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there was more myth. Yes, there was more myth. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the dude's supposed to do like twelve labors, right? Like he only killed the lion in this one. Yeah. Oh, the lion. So was there's insane. what eleven more movies to make. Yes. But only where the labor is, like, the first thing he does, and then the rest of the movie is some ridiculous, like, heist film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they did have some of those elements in this one, and that was, like, the best part of it, so. One of our ideas was reimagining this as a frat movie. Yeah, totally All perfect. Uh, 
like late 90s frat movie PCU type of thing. Oh, man. I remember really liking that movie, and I am nervous that if I went back to it now, I would probably not well, enjoy it. We Dream. wouldn't recreate the problematic aspects of it. No, I know. Just, like, bringing it up made me... like it, You know when you when you think about something that you used to like? Yeah. And then you think, like, oh, I bet that doesn't hold up. Mm-hmm. I just True. had that moment. Yeah. Well, we won't make that one for Hercules. You know, something uh, apolitical and non-problematic, like Porky's. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, okay, but in all honesty, like that type of movie, like Animal House, is a really good starting point for redoing our... A modern retake on Hercules. Yeah, our Greco-Roman Hercules frat yes. movie. It's, it's in that vein. Yeah. So, we were kind of talking before, thinking it could be a combination of a frat movie and a wrestling movie. Yes, Which sports. Is perfect. <laughs> yeah, it, you gotta get ready for the big match, bro. Yeah, and football, so, too. But it's all wrestling. It's true. Maybe, all the gladiatorial. I guess, like, this is ancient Greece, so, like, discus? Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, it definitely, yeah, there was the running gag that he was, like, yeah, I've been doing some lifting for the Olympics. <laughs> What's the Olympics? You'll see. It's going to be a big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you weren't recruited for it? Oh, you must not be a top athlete. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that in this uh, mythology, the Olympics is like Bitcoin. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's perfect. Like, oh, you're not into Olympics? Oh, whatever, man. It's going to be huge. Yes, yeah. and he's on the varsity gladiator team. <laughs> he moves up to, like, the high tier fighting with he and his bro against the two mad lads. Oh, uh, what is that, like, Greco-Roman, like, a letter jacket look like. Oh, it's yes. like a letter toga with his like team number on the or with his wrestling number on the back of the toga. I mean, yeah, all the all the like frat houses having the Greek letters. <laughs> it, it, it fits it, pretty it fits well naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a pr- pretty good fit. So one of our ideas was that there would be dueling frat houses. Oh, you gotta have that. And there yes. would be Herc and his best soldier bro so they would be best friends from high school in this case obviously they're from the alpha 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 house oh yes (laughs) that's awesome or alpha and omega that's good too but i feel like they'd really lean into the whole alpha thing if Mm. you know what i'm saying alpha omega alpha (laughs) (laughs) oh that's pretty good yeah if you suckle on hercules's sweat it's just monster energy It's monster energy infused with Axe Body Spray. Yes, it is. So, uh, they get into the same frat house, and they quickly learn that there's a rival house down the street. And they're trying to claim that they are, oh, the best party house. Yes, yes of course they are. And they have to... They go skinny dipping, you know, they frat, build houses. They're the top frat bros of their house kind of rally the troops... And say that they want to fight back against this other beta house. <laughs> yes. And prove that they're on the nose, but they, I like it. You're either you're are, alpha or you're beta, bro. That's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> so they want to pr- find a way to prove that they're the best party house and do away with these pretenders. So um, that's when the party heist happens. Exactly. They mm. have. Uh, this is where they they come up with the heist. And um, you can have a great scene of them describing, like we love, describing all the steps that they're going to do and show them 
as a narration and actually show them doing all the prep work for it. All right, bro. Like, here's what we got to do first. We got to get a bunch of togas because that's like the clothes we wear. Yes. <laughs> that's so perfect. We got to go. We got to go find some centaurs because centaurs are fucking cool. Yes. And then obviously, like, we need a ride, so we gotta talk the centaurs into giving us a ride to where we're going. We're gonna show up immediately, show how alpha we are. We're gonna shotgun a beer while the centaurs were riding our shotgun beers. <laughs> and so Herc, Herc proves himself in this moment with this idea he comes up with to organize a series of wrestling matches to raise money for their house. Oh man, killing the Nemean lion is gonna be like. The, the Al Bundy, like, game-winning catch story that Herc tells for the rest of his life. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, um... You should have been there, man! I strangled that lion! It was awesome! There could be a lion match, you know? Somebody's dressed oh, up nice. as a lion. Yeah, I, I was just imagining, like, Herc gets slipped some, like, acid at some point. And he just sees a dude with long hair as a lion. And he's like, oh, shit. And he, like, chokes him out. Oh, man. And then, like, the cops have to come and he gets, like, sent away. Oh, yeah, that's, like, that's Herc's low point. Is yeah. when he gets sent to jail and for assault. you find out, they find out that it's the rival house that called the cops on him. Oh, that's uh, and, and they slipped the acid into his, uh, what, yeah. did, what did Greeks drink back then? What, what's the what's the booze? Wine. Wine, I guess. <laughs> you know, Dionysus. Milk, wine, <laughs> <laughs> grape juice, mezcal. Is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Beer or something? I, I thought. Know. Isn't that? Uh, maybe I'm. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> um. You tell us. <laughs> yeah. We'll find out. He's looking it up. Don't at us. <laughs> <laughs> so they have. They come up with all these different wrestling matches to raise money for their house to have the best party ever. Mm -hmm. And the rival frat house is getting when they kind of infiltrate some of, they get some of their new recruits that they don't know about to infiltrate and find out about this plan. That's why they call the cops to try to put a stop to it. Nice. And... Oh, sorry guys, I was thinking of Uzo. I don't know where I got Mezcal from. That was, that was a silly little mistake on my part. Oh, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Uzo. So... They, instead of, what they do is they could bribe their rival house instead of, you know, reporting them to the college authorities. They could challenge them to an ultimate wrestling match and the victors yes. get the spoils, all the money, and they don't turn them in. And they get to throw the best party and have the prestige of being the best party house. Oh, yes. of course. Uncontested. Mm-hmm. So, mm -hmm. then, yeah. It's like the highest honor in frat Greek uh, <laughs> college party yes. gladiator school. And it There's still has to be... There's gotta be, like, yeah. a love triangle in there somewhere. Yep. You it's, gotta have some backstabbing. Yes. It still has to be hot, shirtless mud wrestling, though. Mm -hmm. Is there any the other... mud must remain. Is there any other kind? No, I don't think there is. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Yeah. No. Just want to be accurate to history, you know, to the myth. When Hercules was alive, in the past, he did mud wrestling. And all they really learn is that muscles are king. Right, yeah. Like I said, like, what they learn is that, like, being big and buff is one thing, but, like, you also have to be really strong. 
His dad, that is just like everyone calls him a god because he's rich, right? He just he gives a divine boon to his son, which is just like a bunch of money for protein powder for his son to get gains. Yeah. And then it's his dad giving him super strength. <laughs> so what if what if like the adoptive dad in this uh, Imperio or, or whatever you um, said or whatever oh, whoever he was snap. whatever his name was in the film I don't remember that was very mush mouthed the whole time. But what if he is the dean Shit. and his son Herc's brother is in the rival house and he's of course the dean's pushing for his frat that he was a part of when he was a kid the Beta, beta, betas, or whatever. <laughs> he wants them. <laughs> Wasn't Petreon a beta? Holy shit. I don't know. Shit. I mean, if Herc's in Alpha House, then yes. it's got to be, not, it can't be the same house. Yeah. That Imperion's I love in. this. This is a great twist. Yeah. I mean, it, it's got to be the Dean, right? That's perfect. Yes. And they must, Herc's uh, frat house has to find some kind of dirt on the Dean to keep him quiet about the whole thing. Oh my God. At like the end, you find out Herc's dad is like the president. <laughs> <laughs> the president the king of, of ancient the... Greece. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's right. I keep switching back in my mind from ancient Greece to modern day. That'd yeah. be pretty great if it if you couldn't tell in the film which it was. <laughs> yeah, also. actually, they, if you, if we could find a way to make this and uh, not have anyone know what time period is taking place, and that'd be amazing. That's like when I first watched Harry Potter, and I didn't know if it was modern or, like, Victorian. Hmm. Yeah, it's a tough thing. It's tough to tell. Nice. Until they were wearing, like, jumpers and trainers and stuff. Mm. I think we've written it. This is good. Yeah. Well, I mean, we haven't written it. Well, it's done. We've <laughs> recorded it. The hardest part is done. <laughs> yeah. All that pesky, like, scripting and everything is just going to roll off the, the pen at this point. Yeah, it writes itself. It kind of does write. I mean, we could, we could almost... <laughs> We can almost do, you could, oh, you know what we could do? We could just do the Romeo and Juliet, you know, Romeo plus Juliet, Leonardo DiCaprio thing, and, like, keep the dialogue from this movie, but then shoot the new shots. But it's the same thing. And just right. change, you only change it a little bit. Oh, perfect. You gotta have, like I said, you have to have the love triangle, so there's the girl that, maybe even you do the thing where you, you change it up a little bit. There's his half-brother's girlfriend, actually kind of starts to have a thing for Herc once he's in Alpha Omega Alpha. <laughs> nice. And so his half-brother starts to get je real jelly. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> All that trait bullshit. <laughs> no, but that's perfect for this type of movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love sure. it. All right, let's green light this. So I guess if, uh, so for all you listeners out there, just like send us a bunch of money to make this and, uh. So simple. <laughs> yeah. And we'll put your name in the credits. It'll be awesome. I just yeah. really want to see a scene where the stepbrother has Herc's girlfriend around like the neck with a towel and she like wiggles it out of his hands and then just like snaps him in the ass with the <laughs> towel and he just dies from it. <laughs> Collapses to the ground and lifeless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, good job, babe. You really took him out. That was awesome. And then they just, like, high-five. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll treat you a protein shake. Jump into a chest bump in the air with his girlfriend. <laughs> Can the movie just end on that scene of, like, the flying chest bump, like, frozen as the credits start to roll? I oh, would love that. That's pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be over a kiddie pull of jello shots 
Yes. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Chelsea, you have vision. Yeah. A director's eye. Um. <laughs> uh, I don't know how we're going to top this. This is this this was this was amazing oh, stuff. Oh, we have to do our rating though. Do we though? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't oh. it kind of implied at this point? <laughs> no, we are... I think it must be done. We are we are critics of the highest caliber, and critics we <laughs> shall be. So, in, in the long-established swords and satire tradition, we will now bestow upon this film... Three episodes deep. <laughs> yes. We will now bestow upon this film, in the ancient tradition set forth, a rating. A rating in, of course, what else but swords. So as as everyone knows by now, we give the film a rating out of uh, one to ten swords. Ten being the most swords, so the best movie, and one being not a very good movie. Um, uh, Chelsea, do you want to go first? What can I say? I mean, the Chad won out in the end. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of great Chad and Chad-esque moments, and it was magic when those were married together in one scene. I think <laughs> just by the sheer quality of this movie, I'd probably give it uh, two swords, two and a half swords, so two swords and a short sword. <laughs> but Reasonable. Watching it together and cracking jokes the whole time, I would give it ten swords. Oh, uh, that's eleven swords. Easy. Yeah, totally. There's not a lot to say about this movie. <laughs> Jack? So... From right off the get-go, when the Nemean lion just, like, vroom, appears out of nowhere when they're just in the woods and they're like, oh, fuck, the Nemean lion, which we haven't talked about, and they kill it. And when the brother takes claim for it, immediately in front of everyone, and Hercules is just like, Gah. he's like, yeah, my brother's a bitch. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, I was ready to, I was ready to just go. I was not, I was like, this film sucks. <laughs> I don't, I'm not into this. Was was this gonna be your first ever source and satire walkout? Yeah, I was like, oh no! You're <laughs> oh, like, I no. got some, I got some taxes I could go file. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> some paperwork to do. I've got nice. the color gray to contemplate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna contemplate it on the tree of woe? Yes. Okay. Well, that makes but, sense. But yeah, I, from that point, I was ready to walk out. But I was glad I didn't because the fight scenes were pretty entertaining. I was really a big fan of just the like. Hercules never trying to be more than he was. He's just like, guys, come on. I just want my girlfriend. I'm gonna beat you up if you get in my way. Come on. He's like too... He's like too... He doesn't care about what everyone else cares about. He's just like, you guys are dumb. I'm gonna beat you up. So with that in mind... uh, It's... I'm actually going to give it a 4 out of 10 swords because I actually liked Hercules quite a bit as a character because people were just like, you are the traitor, this is my throne, and he's just like, he looks really bored the entire time. Uh, He's a a king of disrespect, and I love it. (laughs) He looks like he just carbo-loaded after a workout in every single scene. Yes, it's true. (laughs) He did kind of look like somebody stuck a bike pump into his pecs and just went to town. <laughs> yep. What about you, Jamie? 
what can I say about this film that hasn't already been said? Um, it, it definitely earned some points for all the shield bashes. Everyone who knows me knows I love a good shield bash. That's like top tier combat strategy. Never get to see enough of them in movies. I pop every time. I always go crazy for a shield Ooh. bash. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrestling term. Oh, um, the acting was some of the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> The CGI was awful. I had no idea what was going on, which is never a problem for me in movies. You remind, sorry, you reminded me. Oh my god, the CG. It's so bad. It <laughs> it's weightless. It was the worst I think I've ever seen, except for that unicorn movie we watched a long time ago that we'll probably rewatch oh. for this podcast. Oh, we will be. Absolutely. Yeah. The wire work was bad, too. Like, every special effect... They, they, if they had just done just fight choreography, it probably would have been fine. But they tried to infuse it with special effects, and it just ruined it. I'd like to quickly throw in about the bad CGI. So this movie is supposed to be watched in 3D, but I, I noticed every time they tried to put a 3D effect in, which was rarely, but it was always like a really bad, like... Like uh, Microsoft Paint Arrow that would just like zoom in from the camera, and I was just like, "What the hell?" And not toward the camera, from the camera outward, and I'm just like, "What's happening?" And then there would just be like an oar that would smack the camera in the face every once in a while, and I'm like, "Please don't do this," because <laughs> the closer the CGI got, the worse quality it became, and I was just yeah. like, "No, <laughs> no." Yeah. All right. Now let yeah. me rate. Let me of rate course, this turn. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna give it three swords. Mm. Uh, I I don't use. I don't throw out a lot of bad ratings usually, but this one just. It was so boring. It was so convoluted. It was. Uh, you know. Obviously, now that we've got our Herc Frat story, like this is gonna be. Now this movie is money, but. Without that flash of inspiration from the gods, if the muses had not come down to bestow upon us the gift of entertainment and, and creativity, then this movie would have been unsalvageable. Right. But, but thanks to that, I'm, I'm going to go right for three. 3.5, so three swords and a short sword. Nice. Overall, I'd say you guys should go see it, and then you tell us what you think. <laughs> It's, uh, it's, I think it's worth at least one watch. Yeah, make sure to leave your rating for the film in the, uh, in the comments below. And uh, rate and subscribe. Yeah, why don't, why don't you great. leave a like down there? Smash that bell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so that leads us into the segment that I think is uh, already very quickly uh, running out of gas. But yes. we're going to do it anyways. This is... Uh, can I roleplay it? Our weekly segment where we talk about the uh, role-playing game potential of this film and the characters in it. So I guess it makes sense that we got to start with the title character, Hercules. Fighter. I think he's a fighter. <laughs> That's a bold statement. Yes. Or I, I could see him being a paladin because he does use the lightning noodle, which could be some sort of smite. <laughs> Just saying. So, so Paladin of Zeus. Yeah, Paladin of Zeus. Bold choice. Yes. Human? Asimar? 
Oh yeah, as Chelsea shot out, yeah, which I thought was quite right. insightful. That's a good Thanks point. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, he's clearly an Asimar. Some, some, some a celestial infused human. Yes, mm-hmm. Asimar or mm-hmm. whatever else for your preferred editions out there. Right. Probably Asimar, since that's in D and D and Pathfinder. Yes, even... both RPGs. The only two. <laughs> yeah. Even though this was a... Boy, he'd be in Shadowrun. <laughs> oh, boy. So even though this was a side character, I think the Oracle of Hera could make a really neat character. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Like Diviner Wizard? Something like that. Ooh, or an Oracle from yeah. Pathfinder. Yeah. <laughs> Hot takes tonight. Yeah, bold statement. Her eyes were kind of clouded over, so she'd be kind of like a blind seer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blind Oracle. I mean, from Pathfinder. It's, it's iconic, but it's a cool. Yeah. Idea. Yeah. I mean, since there are so few interesting characters yeah. in this movie, and there's not really a lot of magic besides Hercules being a demigod. A demigod. Like, there's not a lot of. It's not like it's basically a. Once he accepts Zeus into his heart. Right. <laughs> but yeah. besides that, it, it's yes. a it's a very low magic setting. Yeah. True. Except uh, for except for like whatever the magic of the technology that they use to make wire mesh for the oh, Egyptian helmets. And something that's not really ex- ever really given a lot of attention to, but the Nemean lion's pelt, how it's impenetrable. Oh yeah, there and and there's no explanation of that. They're just like, no. well, everybody knows the story of Hercules. I'm like, I mean, some people do, but I don't know how like well known it is about like the I don't think a lot of people actually know about it and in the movie it was pretty silly that scene where they're like trying to throw spears at it and then they're like our spears do nothing the brother he's just like exhibition wow and then they're just like dodging around the cgi lion they they don't know where it actually is in the scene yeah (laughs) their direction wasn't given very clearly so they're just kind of like thrusting wherever yeah. And they're like, oh no, it's ineffective. <laughs> it's pretty great. And then Herc is just like, guess I know what I gotta do. And he's just kind of like missionary position with this lion choking it out Flexing. to death. Yeah. yeah. Flexing it to death. And then the brother's just like, whoa, 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 right in the background. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much every other character is basically a fighter. Well, no, the brother, the brother could be, like, a rogue type of character. Yeah, the brother could sure. be an NPC. Yeah, I could see that. Well, I mean, like, he's a villain, right? Like, he's the, the yeah. backstabbing villain. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not in, he's not a party character. No. Anything, but. Mm-hmm. Now, but, now, uh, while I'm, we're saying that there's not a lot of interesting characters necessarily, I actually think that this does pr- create a pretty good uh, story yeah. for an adventure. Like, Definitely. you've got some cool... Set pieces, that obviously. That's something I was planning on talking about, too. Yeah, go ahead, then. No, no, I mean, just the whole slave gladiatorial arc. That, I thought, was something that could be really fun to turn into an adventure path. Obviously, we're going back to Dark Sun. <laughs> yeah, oh, probably. Perfect setting yeah. for this one. Herc versus Conan. And pre-demigod oh. Herc, as well. Because right. the gladiatorial fights were just when he was Chad. Right. A well-trained soldier, Chad. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, plus we've got the history of, of Arnold playing Hercules from the legendary film Hercules in New York. So. Oh, wow. I don't even know that one. Oh, you will. <laughs> I count on it. Oh, I no. Count on it. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, so 
that was really neat. I mean, if you wanted to have some earlier level progression before a gladiator adventure path, which might be more like levels six to ten or something like that, mm. you could have you could try to go back to the myths. Oh, lovely! So at this point, I am showing uh, my co-host uh, the picture of the cover of. Hercules in New York. We have to watch that soon. Obviously, you all need to go uh, take a look at it if you're not familiar with it. It is Schwarzenegger at peak Arnold flexing uh, over uh, the New York skyline. So, wow. real quick, going back to the adventure cam or campaign idea. For levels 1 through 5 or so, you could go back to the myths and recreate the trials. Oh, cool, yeah, yeah. yeah. And really flesh that out mm -hmm. to kind of give some more weight to this idea. Wow, that would actually be really good because there are multiple puzzles and combats. That would be a really interesting, engaging mm -hmm. quest line. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I just have to point out that uh, in this movie, Schwarzenegger was billed as Arnold Strong. No. Oh, boy. Wait, what? That's his name? That's the name that he was using, I guess, when he made the movie. When he probably he was didn't first think debuting. that. He probably didn't think. Uh, they probably didn't think that anyone would be able to, you know, pronounce Schwarzenegger, so. Right. Now it's a fucking household name, obviously. Yeah. But, sorry. But, so, yeah, I think that you're right. I think that that's a, a great adventure path is to, you know, send them through the gladiatorial arenas. I mean, probably. Like, give the party or, or the characters, like, a, a high-born beginning and then rip them out of that mm -hmm. with, in, like, political intrigue and betrayal. There's even social... Yeah. There's puzzles, there's social encounters, and there's combat. Mm-hmm. That's, like, a fully flushed-out game. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'd, yeah. Be, it'd be a pretty decent, like, so, basis. So, it was a shit movie, but it actually is a great template for... An RPG campaign or adventure path. Especially in Dark Sun. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I think that's the most we're going to be able to milk out of this ancient teat. I mean, I'm sure yeah. we could milk some more, but do we really want to? Perhaps this milk would be far too sour for us <laughs> to enjoy. I think the only thing able to be milked from this film is Hercules' massive breasts. <laughs> but, uh, you know... What would that come out of those? Again, monster energy. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much. True. Mixed with, like, whey. <laughs> right, yes. right, whey protein. Yes. yes. Gotta have that protein. Yeah. Babe, you need to take a shower. Axe body spray is a shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> well, then, on that note, I think it's time for us to log off and uh, probably go... Drink some protein powder and hit the gym, right? Yeah. You can have some shake. Yeah. A shake, add a little bit of protein, sneak yeah. a little bit more in there when you're not looking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> add, a, add maybe a, a touch of protein on top, like a sprinkle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, uh, until next time, everybody, hail Crom! We got him. <laughs>